Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, Hello. Rob, the old guy. The old guy's here, yeah. Ryan Preston apparently couldn't make it again, and hello, those who are listening to us via Facebook. Yeah, good luck with that. Dog yeah. on Facebook, you know, all three of us have been sitting here going, you know, so much of the world seems to revolve around that one company and worries me even more than normal. Yeah. They know, Facebook and Google know more about you than your mom did. I wonder how many people understands, understood the fact that it wasn't only Facebook that went down. It was their other Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, and any website that used their login credentials. Yep. Yeah. So, <clears throat> boy, did it bother bother a lot of people. I was millions and millions. It didn't bother of me much. Not at all. I didn't really actually give a shit. I was actually, I kind of think the world needed a break. I well, there you go. Maybe it should have been a longer outage. I actually use Facebook quite a bit on show days, so I was kind of like, ah, well, you know, I the, the thing is, is that as we mentioned, there's a lot of other, there's a lot of people that have stores online. There's a lot of people that use their login credentials. There's a lot of people that do a number of things involved, just not with Facebook itself, but with other things. And then you know, when their services go down as bad as it did. I mean, we're talking major outage for six to eight hours. So that let's hope the next one is Google and Facebook at the same time and just watch the world melt. But that probably would happen. All I'd of be a, okay with that. All of a sudden, it'd be like, uh, you know, back in the good old days, during your childhood. This just in, Facebook and, and Google down. Yeah, so that that is definitely a the world is ending. possibility. I know a person has said, I'm all right with that. Maybe it'll be a molten piece of metal and plastic when this is all over with. And that could have been a possibility. So did they say what actually caused Oh, God, no. What Are you kidding me? They're not going to come out and tell us what happened. Somebody <laughs> probably unplugged a server. You know what the most amazing <laughs> thing about the whole thing is the fact that they can go down. That was a major fuck up. If a website is big and have as many colo and backup and they and, and everything they have that somebody could do something that physically caused the service to stop I, is amazing you bring up a really good point so they're not saying what the fel failure is and i don't expect to actually to really hear about it for any time soon because one they're going to keep it proprietary to within themselves but you know you bring up a really good point because it was not just here locally it was not just the united states it was around the world and that's a little scary when you really think about it if a company like facebook can go down for as long as they did that you know, has servers all over the world that has, um, being Italian here, I'm talking with my hands, a lot like you guys can see it, but you know, it makes you, makes you really wonder. I mean, you go, but you're a Jewish Italian, well, I guess must be something new, <laughs> uh, but yep. you know, you know pasta what I'm saying? Last night? Yeah. Pot. No, no pasta. <laughs> Meatballs. No, <laughs> that was a matzo ball. Rocky Excuse mountain me. Italians. <laughs> no. No, not, not any of that either. So, but anyway, my, my point being is a global in, uh, company like Facebook that's got servers all over the world in a situation dies like this, it it's, can be worrisome. It can tell you what can really happen. And we're so dependent on everything internet related. Uh, you, know, you know, realistically, it was probably, <coughs> it was probably a glitch and... I, I bet they were switching something or as a backup or something that was in one of their main whatever, whatever, that probably caused the issue. It could have been China, 
But part of me is really hoping Mark Zuckerberg was just really fucking drunk or really stoned <laughs> or on some sort of substance and going, fuck, wash this. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe their tech support guys need a raise or something. Maybe this was <laughs> to say, see, I warned you. I'm but on tech support. When it went down, you should have called me. Oh, that's right. You couldn't. Or they could be fired. <laughs> but I, I really, they probably don't know right now. I bet they're doing the mad scramble. I'm sure they are. Um, so... This is some, rebooting. They're probably just unplugging right? stuff and rebooting them all. All this, everybody. Okay, everybody over the servers. Just unplug them now. It's plug like, them back in. It's like all the movie, all the movies from the nineties when the guys, the the, the 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 young hip teen is trying to teach their their grandma something on the technology. Yeah. Mom, grandma, just unplug it. No, unplug it. Um. Yeah. So this twenty years in the making. Twenty years. The, the singer best known for I Can Believe I Can Fly is about to fly his ass into jail. R. Kelly found guilty on mm. all counts in sex trafficking trial. And just like everybody who was surprised at uh, the creepy movie Mogul, nobody was surprised that R. Kelly got in trouble for touching things he should not have touched. He was surprised, I understand. He went, what? They, they, they called me guilty? Apparently he was he couldn't believe what he was hearing. That's the story that's coming out that he was just no, couldn't be. You you mean I can't marry a, a young girl who's under eighteen? Uh let's see. R. Kelly, who has been in custody for much of the time since he was formally charged in twenty nineteen, was convicted convicted on one count of racketeering, eight counts of violating the Man Act, that's M A N N Act, the law that ba <laughs> bars transporting people across state line for any quote immoral purpose. By the way, I'm kind of fascinated by the word immoral, immoral, and in immoral. <laughs> today's guilt, today's guilty verdict forever bans R. Kelly as a predator uh, who used his fame and fortune to prey on the young, the vulnerable, and the voiceless for his own sexual gratification. Acting U.S. Attorney Jacqueline, I'm sorry, there's no chance in hell I'm pronouncing your last name. Yeah, I don't even name their names. Just a U.S. Attorney. Move on. So, 54 faces decades in prison when he is sentenced May 4th. So, this is the question. How long is, is he, is he going to get the, is he's going to, basically I'm wondering since the Bill Cosby basically got off in a technicality, is this going to be one that he's fucked? Well, Bill came out and said it was a sham. Well, the yeah. thing about it is, is that, you know, Kelly's facing child pornography um, charges. I'm, as far as I know, Bill Cosby never had any child <clears throat> pornography charges. So that's true. I don't see R. Kelly getting getting any Bill Cosby treatment here. I see him being like, you know, really getting locked up over this one. So if you pardon the pun, he's not getting off on this. I was staying away from that one, John. You can have it. Um, so Robert Sylvester Kelly, who's his real name. Uh, so we'll see. I'm, you know, this, there's been jokes like 20 plus years since this guy, remember getting famous, maybe back in the mid nineties where people were starting. Oh no. What was it? It was during one of the roast. It was, uh, uh, one of the roasts in the nineties. Uh, the roast master general said that, uh, the reason R Kelly wasn't there is because R he was getting arrested. <laughs> so. That's this this has apparently been known for a while. Um, I'm just happy. Wow. I'm happy the 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 creepy uh, the, the creepy kid toucher is finally getting his 
day in court and got thrown in jail. Yeah. And a mother, yeah. another, and another man who's probably violated a bunch of statue, a uh, bunch of laws, and is probably now free of all the statue limitations. David Lee Roth of Van Halen announces retirement. Hmm. Boy, did yeah. you see a pic- recent picture of him talking about? Look, I'd be, I'd retire too if I looked that bad. <laughs> oh man, I mean, he that guy looks road hard. You know what the most amazing thing? What? Keith Richards looks better. <laughs> now, and, and Keith now Richards that's saying is, something. And Keith Richards is pushing 80, I think, at this point. <laughs> oh. I don't think I'm going to sit there and compare the good looks of old men, John. I'm just comparing the. I'm just comparing which one looks closer to the Crypt Keeper. And, uh, and what was it? I think David Lee, Diamond David Lee Roth is in his 60s. But he's... Uh, I thought he was in his mid-70s. Is he? I may be wrong, but he's an Don't amazing, count on my memory. He's been, I'm old. He's been a bunch of, he's been like on Joe Rogan's podcast a couple of times and listening to the dude is, is fascinating. I, uh, I don't know how anybody holds a conversation with him, but he's a very interesting guy to yeah. actually listen to. Um, I wouldn't want to be in the same band as him. <laughs> probably why he got kicked out. Maybe that probably was a reason. Not the nicest person in the world is my understanding, but that who is. <coughs> well, so, part, yeah, of, it. part of the rumor of him not being nice is like him trashing behind the stage trashing stuff. The stage. Um, wow. Echo, echo. Boy, Facebook is still having a problem. Um, but one of the reasons why apparently he would thrash the stuff in the middle of the writer for all the setup of all the, their equipment was in the brand right in the middle was all the brown M&Ms had to be removed. And they, the first thing they would do is wouldn't go to the stage. They would go to the back room. And if he noticed that they even tried to say, okay, they actually read the writer. It's at the time their equipment was so heavy. If it wasn't done correctly, there would have been chance it would have killed people. Uh-huh. So that's what he did. He said, if I did see it, I'd go thrash it. I'd break shit, make people clean stuff up. Then we'd go back out and say, this is going to be fixed. Let's try it again. And so that was the reason he did it was to teach them a lesson. It's like, you can't this, you know, you can't screw around the wrong way with this equipment. Hmm. You know, abusive dads say the same thing after they beat their children. I hope you learned a lesson. <laughs> so, John, it's not okay. All right? It's not okay. You can't Stop do it. Stop making it okay to abuse things. <laughs> well, you know, you would have thought his road manager would have taken care of this stuff. But that's okay. You know, it's getting a little too technical to worry about that part. I don't know. So, hey, to boldly go. Star Trek's Shatner, spacebound with Blue Origin. And space diapers. Maybe. He doesn't talk about that, but it could be. <laughs> so Wait, He's actually going to space. Yeah, Blue Origin on Monday confirmed that William Shatner, who starves as James T. Kirk in the original Star Trek series, will fly to space October 12th aboard the company's crewed rocket, becoming the oldest ever astronaut. And the man who's known for being a dick is going up in a schwanz. <laughs> I don't, it's, it doesn't say that uh, Bezos going with him this time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, uh, so, John. Yes. Did, did you hear your, your favorite thing ever is uh, over $100 million at the box office? What's my favorite? released in american theaters which one doing about for like 10 years i know i can watch it i can watch it on hbo <laughs> on the, the 22nd the remake of doom yeah the 22nd 
2007. Would, wouldn't this be a reboot? A reboot of a reboot. Yeah. I don't know if it could be a straight reboot. The, the only thing I'm curious about that is how good it is. I do know that the, the guy who made it tried to do a back-to-back sequel, and the studio said no. <laughs> Which isn't going to happen. The, the, uh, because let's be honest, Dune has never made anybody money on, on, on a movie level. Um, and uh, allegedly they're going to have to recast some people, which some people may or may not care. I'm not quite sure, but yeah, I've, I've heard it's done well. I'm more interested right now about the ghostbusters because I, that's the one that I want to see first or more. Yeah, I would probably rather see that as well, but I will go see and go to the movie theater and see Dune and report it on report on it for you. Give the old guy tech. I'm going to sit in my room and watch it. Yeah. I'm going to do that with both. I'm just going to do it because I can. A museum says they gave an artist $84,000 in cash to use an... To oh, use you mean an, the blank canvas, to canvas guy? Art, yeah, I know what this To use an guy. artwork. He delivered a blank canvas titled, titled them, Take the Money and Run. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's still art. And now they're trying to, they're trying to get their money back. And uh, he's going... Hey, you know, art's subjective. I can exactly. do whatever I want. I, but what's the, I can't remember the artist's name. It just did like a drop of paint and a little line. Yeah. And it was sold like for a million dollars. And it was like, okay, well. <laughs> a, a, Danish, a Danish artist was given 84. By the way, why? You never do everything up front. You do half now or half <laughs> later or half on delivery. delivery. Well, because he's an artist, you know. And so it was commissioning a piece of art. That's a, different. A Danish artist was given $84,000 by a museum to use in a work of art. When he delivered the piece he's supposed to make, it was not as promised. Instead, the artist Jans Hagen gave the Kungsten, Kingston, Kungsten Museum of Modern Art and some word I can't pronounce, Denmark, two blank canvases, and they said they were entitled, Take the Money and Run. By the way, sounds like a good song. Uh, yeah, and a great title well, for that. You know, honestly, I mean, if they didn't give him specifications... <laughs> like that there actually had to be paint on it yeah exactly I mean, his, his he's interpretation title to the money i i agree that's his interpretation so just, so they should have said yeah what you need to do is make sure there's lots of paint on it <laughs> boy we're gonna have a bunch of <laughs> danish people calling up so that's a swedish impersonation <laughs> uh, as they walk along into their wooden shows waving to the windmills both let's see the first exhibit in 2007 both used actual cash to show the average income of two uh two countries according to the news released from the artist in addition the compensation for the work Hennig was also given banknotes to use in the work in the work museum director las l-a-s-s anderson there's a lot of s's in these names I told the CBS News via email their contract even stated the museum would give them an additional 6,000 euros to update the work if needed. Anderson said at the time the works were initially exhibited, the Danish piece highlighted the average income of 328,000 kroner, approximately $37,800. Well, the average Australian, Austrian salary was 25 to 29. I, I love the fact he said, okay, here's heart. There's nothing there. It just makes me laugh. I'm sorry. It just, it's such an artist thing to do. I think it's genius, actually. I mean, they yeah. didn't really tell him what, 
you know, they didn't specify. So I think they get what they get. You know, the only the only problem is good luck at him selling this next piece of work. That's true. This is this was right? a retirement gig. This was definitely a retirement gig. He will never sell another piece of art. Anderson said when they spoke to the artist about making the piece earlier this year, he agreed to the contract and he indicated a fairly easy job. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did have to frame the canvas. That was the hardest part. It's a fairly easy job. <laughs> The staff was surprised when they opened the crates. I was abroad when the crates were open, but suddenly realized received a lot of mails. I'm assuming it's emails. When he finally when he finally saw take the money and run, Anderson actually laughed. And Jen is known for his conceptual and activistic art with a humoristic touch, and he gave us that. Never mind. If this is what he's known for, and they got what they got. Yeah, it's like Banksy who what? who sold one of his uh, artwork, and inside the artwork was a shredder. So as soon as it was purchased, right, it shredded. Right now, that was pretty genius, and, and everybody thought that was that was very clever. So, and as the as the paper goes down or the canvas goes down, it gets shredded a little bit more each time, and they take a bunch of pictures, and it's you know it keeps going up in value. That's a good one. <clears throat> so my my favorite. Ah, oh, darn it. My favorite dead, dead my, air. my favorite article, all of a sudden... Uh, I'll, I'm going to read you a headline. Oh. I'm just the headline, okay? Because I just happen to be, you know, going down the rabbit hole, looking at different things on the internet. And here's, here's a headline. A woman said her jean shorts gave her a wedgie so tight that she ended up in the ICU with life-threatening sepsis. I'm not going to go any further. That's a headline while you're looking for your story. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you say after that one right oh my sounds a pain huh. i think she's going to be trying to sue the <laughs> the shorts company i don't know so from bbc.com oh and this is the headline turkey missing man joins search party looking for himself oh uh, yeah yeah a missing man in Turkey accidentally joined his own search party for hours before realizing he was the person they were, they were looking, looking for. They were looking for? Yeah. Behan Mutal? I wish I could pronounce some of these names. Why don't you I'm, just forget names and just go because one the of these, un, uh, unnamed person? Because one of these days I'm going to get it right. Uh, that's not, the not problem. That name. Not no right chance. away. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an hour and a half of me trying to figure out how to pronounce the guy's <laughs> name. Had been drinking with a friend on Tuesday. He wandered around in the forest of Bruce. <laughs> that Providence. answers the question. He was drinking in the forest. <laughs> Bob, when he failed to return, his wife friends alerted local authorities and search party. And the search party was sent out for Mr. Bob fifty. Then and stumbled across the search party and decided to, to join them, MT, uh, NTV reported. But when the member of the search party began calling out his name, he replied, hey, Bob's here. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Who, who is it you're looking for? Uh, <laughs> this guess is, what? It's me. This is how he knows he wasn't one of my friends, because we would have, you know, all my friends would have came you up with a said name. anything, kept looking. I know nothing. I see nothing. <laughs> Do I get lunch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh. You know, I, I don't think it's terrible for him. I mean, the search party, I think, are the dumbasses. Because, I mean, they're looking for this guy. And he's right there with them. He's going to look over and say, oh, there he is. I'm looking for you. You think they would have a picture or something, too? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, he's just out in the woods drunk, having a great time, whatever, you know. It's not his fault. So, do you think they were calling his name, Bob? 
Bob's like, wow, that guy has a name that sounds like mine. (laughs) Why? I'm a Bob. I mean, I just wonder how long he was yelling his own name thinking, (laughs) that would have been hilarious. And it would be really bad if he is out there with calling his own name to only realize hours later, wait a minute, that guy's got the same name I do. How could he have not have figured it out? Because like my everybody well, I, what was he drinking? True. And was all he was doing was drinking. This is true. He could have been dehydrated and uh <laughs> delusional. Yeah. But of course I'm gonna jump in and help a search party because I'm drunk and on drugs. I'm such a nice <laughs> guy. I help look. I'm gonna help people. Who are you looking for? So knock well, he's it got up, the same name I do. So knock it up with Knight Rider. Another reboot that has to happen, apparently. WWE, which you know, by the way, it's going to be a success. Mm-hmm. Teaming with MGM for American Gladiators reboot. So this will be the third or fourth reboot of American Gladiators. Yeah. I, you know, this may sound bad, but I actually enjoyed American Gladiators. I thought I it was fun. Them. Yeah. Well, the issue, I think, with American Gladiators is it was good for the day, but unless it's close to American Ninja Warrior, there's not a chance. And I just don't think it's going to happen because none of those shows have really been a hit in the United States. Like after American Gladiators, American Ninja War kind of, but I think it, it made it more because like the Japanese audience. And I think that kind of dragged people in. Yeah, maybe. But American Ninja Warrior too. the thing about the, about their thing is that the average person thinks I can do that. Yes. I can, you know, and for the most part, they're average people until they become kind of professionals <laughs> at it. But yeah, it's, so that's what it is now. American <laughs> Gladiator. I don't know. I mean, most of the so time it's B, B rated stars and. Is with American Gladiator. Now, the original one had, I, I they weren't necessarily wrestlers, but they were like bodybuilders that right. they used. Right. You said they're teaming up with WWE. Are they bringing in professional wrestlers to take on these uh, Joe Blow guys? Are they going to be able to probably? Close that's awesome. that's probably that's, what it is. That's going to be have to. I mean, I don't know what else. I don't know what else it would be. Um, because, I mean, they were literally like bodybuilders or, you know, big buff people they found on Venice Beach that they brought in, you know, or. And most or of them are dead now. So, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I don't remember them ever using wrestlers. Do you remember any professional wrestlers that were on American, the original American Gladiator? No, no. I, I, I don't think so. Oh, by the way, apparently American Gladiators ran the original run was from 89 to 96. I didn't realize. Oh, um, yeah, it was all a long time. And in 08, I knew that with Hulk Hogan and Muhammad Ali's daughter, Lelia Ali, was hosting it. And that... That that was actually poorly done. I, there was something about it, even being a fan of that kind of... The issue, show. honestly, I just... As soon as I heard Hulk Hogan, I'm actually a Hulk Hogan fan, but as soon as I heard that, it's like, this is just not going to work. Yeah, well, and, it didn't. And the other thing is, I think maybe I just... I still think American Gladiators was a piece at a time. I think you're going to have to figure out how to revamp it from modern audience. And if they stick to the standard formula that was in the early 90s, it's just not going to work. Well, they need to get some, you know, part of the problem on the other show is, that, you know, they launched like tel- tennis balls of people running the course and they were like, poof. Yeah. No, they need full auto tennis ball launchers. Let's whack these people right off. Well, fuck, you see what some of these people take in the TV show Wipeout. Yeah. You know, true. what's a concussion between somebody who signs the waiver? <sighs> yeah, that is what kind of strange one wipeout is i don't watch it because it's too I'm, I'm worried somebody's gonna break their neck i've only seen maybe like outtakes of wipeout i've never actually watched an entire episode i they're episodes <laughs> I 
them. Well, they're, generally, they're all snippets of wipeouts. Literally that. Oh, get hit with whatever it may be. I mean, it's why I, it, it's why I watch NAS. Occasionally, I watch Matt NASCAR is because you know you're watching for the car crashes, not for the th- yeah, seven and a half hour race. Crash anymore? They've gone safe. They have you know, nothing really happens. You don't see big flames and cars wiping out near as much as you used to. Well, fuck, what's the point of watching it? Well, I don't, no kidding, I, I don't huh? drink. However, <laughs> hammered, that would be the perfect sport. They're turning left. <laughs> yeah. All you need to you know, know is... That, be, that could be something you have there, John. I mean, it could be like every wipeout you do, you have to take a shot of vodka and try it again. <laughs> right? Try it again. Do it again. Hell, at this point, I'm, I'm willing to watch NASCAR Stone just to see if it's entertaining because dead sober is dull. Yeah. 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 So, uh, VW, anybody have any stories? I've got a bunch here. No, I'll, you go and I'll, I got another one. Say, VW now owns the, the Scout name, might use an electric off road truck, and gonna piss off everybody who owns a truck, uh, Scout, who, who loves the Scout. Yeah, okay. I heard about that. Who cares? The, uh, the automotive heavyweight Volkswagen has found itself in an interesting position. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Volkswagen <laughs> is German, not some kind of strange That's... Norwegian type. You know, they're German. Volkswagen! That's why I think so it's funny. Say it. A Volkswagen. No, no, no. Wrong. Volkswagen. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like Transylvanian. <laughs> Automotive heavyweight Volkswagen has found Can't itself... Can't even say it, Kenny. <laughs> no, I'm not from laughing. An interesting position after some recent horse trading. <laughs> it has found itself in possession of the name Scout, previously used by International Harvester for its line of rugged 4 x 4 and off-road vehicles. It led to some insiders speculating the possibly reports of... says Motor Trend. By the way, if they do the same thing as Ford did with the Bronco, with the Bronco, there's yeah. going to be a lot of pissed off people because I've heard, n- I've read nothing but complaints about people who are expecting an actual copy of. Oh, they, they, wait a minute! I, I'm going to back up Ford on this. They never even said it was going to be anything other than a reintroduction of the updated Bronco. Every every a lot of people I've been reading said they were expecting to have an off-road capable yada yada yada. It is off-road capable. It's, capable. It's not like that. Let's be honest. It's not like it's the like old, saying a Jeep Wrangler is off road capable until it's lifted and all. You know, yeah. you spend another fifteen to twenty thousand dollars making it off road capable. People, people. So the only problem there were people bitching, but as far as I heard, they sold out of every single model oh, that was produced. So it's yeah, it's it's people who were the purest to the the mark. The problem well, you'll never have that type of vehicle again. I I had an opportunity not too long ago to look at one. Only in it was on the street, and I hope the owners didn't mind me getting in and out of it a lot, but I didn't really. Uh, but it's kind of underwhelming, to be honest with you. I just kind of went, yeah. I mean, it didn't excite me. It didn't bring anything, any kind of magic to, to I don't know. I, good on them for selling out, but I just wonder if people will kind of not accept it i don't know we'll see i, I don't want to say anything you know what i honestly think it is i think people are, are people want what my dream car would be is they want a truly modular car that's super simple that you can do what you want because modern cars are so complicated you don't you can't have like the the original bronco was basically as a farming implement that's how simple it was and i think that's what people want because my dream car would people would buy the platform it would have the basic safety equipment, and if you want the higher-end stereo, you know, you'd swap it in and out. In today's world, it'll never happen. I understand where you're going with it, but it just isn't going to happen, unfortunately. 
Uh, well, it would never sell. I mean, it would it would sell, but no, no, nobody would ever make any money um, on on it. Ford would never make money. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So much. Well, truth. You know, if I was to get a dream car, it'd be the Homer Simpson car. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the one that he designed that broke his brother's uh, old car factory. God, I forgot like, about that. Yeah. That'd be interesting. It's like a bubble car, you know? Yeah. yeah. If you look that one up, Rob, you'd get a kick out of it. Or the Canyon Arrow. Wait, wait, wait. Bubble car? So it's like driving an AMC product? The tra- the, the, the mobile terranium? No, it's got the bubble dome, you know, for the for the driver. It's, more, it's almost like a... Uh... And a separate dome for the kids so you don't have to right. listen to them. Oh, so it's it's more like an Ed... It's more like a Jetson or Ed... vehicle yeah. really, with wheels. Is what it Big was Daddy like. Roth. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting. So I, I got another story here real quick that I'll bring up because I can't quite, it's a little weird. The headlines anyway. Wait, hold on. Before I say that, Uh-oh. talk about amazing. It's time. Talk about amazing and have some weird times and some just absolute howl to your friends. Hold on and listen to our amazing sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity. The gamer dignity is overrated. Go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. That's O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And this just in, go to the website, type in MADTRIO, all caps, all one word, get 10% off your order. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a gift that our amazing sponsor audacity has given to you yay audacity and a shout out to melanie miss audacity herself (laughs) so uh reading this headline i kind of went hmm it's one of those headlines you go makes you go hmm u.s air force air forces (laughs) ultra secret secretive the headline's weird u.s air force's ultra secretive x 37B plane has spent 500 days in orbit. Now, first of all, when I read the thing about ultra secretive, well, if it's so secretive, why am I reading this headline? Right? What kind of secret should that be? So I don't know. Anyway, it is their um, unmanned, basically, it looks like a miniature space shuttle. And it's the X 37B space, space plan, plane that launched in May 2020 has now surpassed 500 days flying around the Earth. No apparent end in sight. So they're able to keep that thing up for quite a while. And, uh, but I, I just. It, Are there people in it? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, those people have been up there for 500 days. No, it's unmanned. Man, I was going to say yeah. landing. Talk about motion sensitive. Boy, I tell you, 500 days in that thing, in this cramped little capsule. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's it, it's nowhere near as large as the space shuttle. It's much smaller. But anyway, apparently, it's been going around doing research stuff for the military and you know secret stuff. But I just don't understand how something secretive isn't so secretive. By the way, I think whoever wrote that headline should have figured out how to say it so people could actually read it. <laughs> yeah, I was not the best, but anyway, just yeah. my... did they say what the speed was? Like, how fast was the damn thing actually going? Two miles per hour. Well, it's going to stay in orbit, so however, however fast it needs to stay in orbit. But do they refill it? Or, or was it No, like- apparently not, although it's, it, it gets some updates. Apparently, the, they're sending rockets to rendezvous with it for certain stuff. Again, it's supposed to be a secret. I'm not supposed to tell you all this stuff. I might get in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. But it has the ability to land back 
uh, on Earth just like the space shuttle did. Doesn't have to splash into the ocean. Good thing I didn't say that joke about exploding. Powered by solar cells with lithium-ion batteries. Oh. That's what I was going to say. You know, it's got to be solar powered in some sense. I mean, you can't, I don't think you'll be able to get up there on just solar power, though. No, it was launched on an Atlas V rocket. So, See? yeah. So, I mean, it, it was launched in a conventional manner and then it's floating around. Basically, it's a satellite with wings that can land back on Earth, hmm. which maybe they ought to consider doing with all the satellites up there now that I think about it. Then we can get them all out of there and stop all this junk in space. Typical humans. We, not only do we junk up the earth, we junk up space, too. So you know what's going to happen? I think because Elon Musk is a bit of an otoku, I have a feeling. What's going to happen is he's also going to launch an, uh, a cleanup service. So it's going to be like a trash service in space, and they're going to start cleaning up all the... They're working on that. Did you know that? I'm not surprised. The problem is they can't figure out how to stop something going 20,000 miles an hour from... <laughs> you stop it to put it in a bag, or it's, you know, ziplock it and bring it to earth. It's like, you know what they say when you get hung, it's not this, the drop that, uh, that it's was, it's, it's not being hung. That's that kills you. It's the sudden stop at the end. It's not the drop, but the sudden stop at the end. That's going to, you know, it's like that uh, stopping it. Okay. Well, yeah, I killed that. So famous, <laughs> <You did. laughs> famous, famous Disney star of old yeller and, um, the dog. Yeah, he died a while ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Way before Beethoven, actually. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait a minute. Beethoven died before he was born. The dog? <laughs> oh, the dog. Okay. Uh, Tommy you Kirk weren't clear. Well, James knew what I was talking about. We were talking about a dog. I mean, keep well, I up, that guy. Jeez. <laughs> you think he would be hip on something that's 30 years old. I understood entirely. <laughs> I just kind of didn't. Is it only 30 years old? But, well, yeah, probably. <laughs> Tommy Kirk, Disney star of Old Yeller. He was also on Swiss Family Robinson and a handful of other Disney stuff was found. Uh, passed away. He was preceded a long time by his co-star uh, Dano. I don't remember his, his actual name, but the guy who was on Hawaii Five. Right. Uh, what was his name? Um, uh, and uh, Old Yeller was 1957, John. <clears throat> ah, yes. He was 79 years old. I was, I was actually really bummed. You hear this? Ah, the Shaggy Dogs, Fist and Robinson, The Misadventures of Merlin Jones. Which I've never actually seen Merlin Jones. I'll have to look it up. Uh, born in 1941. Um, I, know, I was kind of bummed to see it because he was always somebody I was a giant fan of. Oh, he was also on um, Babes in Toyland. Mm. Um, so just so just a, a, a shout out because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bummed. He was literally uh, growing up. He was a Disney staple for, for, for my sister and I. Yeah. Well, sorry to hear that. Hey, do, do, and you both have young kids, so I'm going to bring this up because this is a, going to be a public safety announcement here. A headline reads, the power windows roll up, on, roll up and kill girl playing in parked car in Arizona. And a young girl died Saturday evening with the power windows of the parked car she was playing and activated and closed on her. I thought all power windows were supposed to have a something that when it met resistance rolled back down. Were the keys in it? Well, it was enough to... Not all power windows. The ones in my car don't really... I mean... My car... Mine's like 2004, so... I don't don't think... I'll have to try my car, but... We'll have to check on that. So whatever you guys do, make sure you're you're careful with something like that. This is horrible. We'll have to do the hot dog test. How old was she? You said yeah. How old was she? Uh, uh, Let's see if it says. Just says young girl. 
Um, huh. Well, so it had to be had. So if they just said young girl, it's so probably anywhere between I and playing. So I'd probably be between four and twelve. Yeah, I, that's that was my assumption. I'm sitting there going, "Wow, I really thought there was a special feature required on these powered windows." I mean, back in my day, I understood it. I mean, you know, you stick your hand there all up the window, you chop, that goes, whatever. Back in your day, your airbag was your dad's hand. That too. That is if your dad loved you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, shit, that's, I, and so I'm assuming the power is on because I know. Uh, my, yeah, so obviously the power, my windows won't, won't well, move without power. But they will for a little bit. Uh, I think mine sure, will do it a little bit playing, after the fact. So they but, do. Uh, but she was apparently playing in the car. People had seen her playing with it. And so my, my first question is, I Yikes. would never let my child play in a car that I wasn't in where the keys are in it or the ignition was on or. Yeah. yeah. It's thing, it's like power windows, I know, don't really. <gasps> most vehicles, once Remote like start. a door is opened, the power windows don't lo- no longer work. You know what I think? And this is a guess. I bet it's remote start. I bet. So this is just a complete guess. I bet the girl was in there. The parents turned the remote start on so she could have some air conditioning or something. And I bet that's, I bet that's what happened. Cause that's the only way I could see it happening. Yeah. I, it's just, just tragic. Damn. She must've been really young. Cause yeah, all I'm finding is young girl. Well, yeah, so- it was not identified later dies it died of her injuries yeah so she didn't die in the car she died from the injuries suffered which it probably like crushed her uh windpipe or something yeah it had to be absolutely tragic so i i just oh boy so you know it, i don't think it's prevalent as much today as it used to be but i remember as a young kid playing in my dad's car a lot because it was fun to pretend you were driving but those were crank windows i mean if i cranked the window up and killed myself at the same time i deserve to be dead by the way so, that's that's yeah. that's a hell of a feat <laughs> that's um back it up back it up no, i don't know which way to go back it up matter of fact i wonder if that actually happened because now it's like that's a hell of a thought <laughs> just say man killed himself what happened he rolled his own window <laughs> up on him well yeah as long as it's not a powered window Right. Well, no, but back in the 50s, everybody would be like, well, fucker deserved it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, wow. I know, I know that uh, I was watching one of the car shows on television. There was a youngerish person, probably early teens, who was riding this guy's old car. He didn't know what the crank handle was for the window. I've he seen really that. didn't understand that. <clears throat> what? You have oh, to do what? That, uh, more than 65 children have been killed in the past 20 years. Oh from something like this holy shit seriously and an untold number have suffered amputations or brain injuries so this isn't uncommon if they can figure out how to stop a saw blade and a table saw from not cutting a a, a hot dog how can they cannot figure out well see i thought i know for a fact because i remember closing on my current car closing i think it was a book i was not paying attention to yeah so anyway once the window hit it, hit it and had a certain amount of resistance, it rolled right back down right away. So, so maybe that's modern or, or you know, 20, so have to 20 put the cars. Test. Old guy, stick your head in there and roll yeah, it. Yeah, go window. for it. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't well, back I mean, it off. It have to be like older vehicles that are still in use. the 2004, and I know the windows, you know, they don't just drop back down after some pressure. I mean, take some, but yeah, it's like, 
Yeah, you would think it would be. Once it reaches resistance. Yeah, I I don't know. Anyway, so for the parents out there of young kids, don't let your kids play in the car. So in in movie news, two names I never thought I'd see in the same sentence. Jason David Frank and Michael Madison are going to be in the same movie together. Why? (laughs) (laughs) So Jason David Frank, known as being Tommy from Power Rangers fame, is gonna is being in his own movie by Bat in the Sun. Uh, it's called uh, the White Dragon. He's a so basically it's a new reboot, a little bit of a grittier reboot of Power Rangers. So Jason <laughs> David Frank is would the problem is Michael Madison is a hell of an actor. Yeah, I know, but really. So this is supposed to be a little grittier. It's still Power Rangers. I don't care how gritty you make the story. I mean, it's Power Rangers, man. I'm curious to see how it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Jason David Frank is like the Ron Perlman of the comic book convention world. He never says no. <clears throat> True. Jason David True. Frank was, was because uh, I follow him on Facebook at one point, t- uh, posted his CCW license with his, uh, his uh, address covered up and i remember actually messaging him it's like hey uh just a word of advice i recommend removing that yes everybody now knows you have a ccw still don't recommend showing that and and at one point i think he he had a gun and he was commenting about missing one it's like see so i actually like Uh, this to be clear this is legend that's of it. The white Legend of the White Dragon. So basically, the oh, that makes a big difference. Going to get confused with things that are white. There, there is a movie called White Dragon, and and uh, uh, you know, there, there's other. There's a television show called White Dragon. There's a movie called The White Dragon. So just, just to say out there that you know, this is the legend of the White Dragon. So. Check out the anyway. check out the trailer. You may or may not like it. It looks interesting, but I also say that about boxes and grass. So, so, so um, this is like an offshoot of Power Rangers. Is that what this is? Yeah. So pretty much from everything I can read of it, the synopsis of it is, I guess, Tommy's Tommy uh, Jason David Frank's new character is like a retread. Something happens. He's a former Power Ranger, and shenanigans. Happen. Oh, how much worse can it be than a former Power Ranger? Go go Power Rangers! Whoa! Da, da, so they age out as well, too, huh? Apparently, kind of like yeah. our special forces. <laughs> what a shame! Okay, so, I mean, uh, apparently, it is uh, Batnison. Apparently, has approval from Saban, who actually owns Power Rangers now again. So, but that's pretty big, though, because uh, somebody gets approval from the company that owns the rights to a company giving permission. You got to admit that's. So hold on. This is what it money. says on IMDb. Money. You this pay anybody enough money. Many members of the Power Ranger cast. And is in the spirit of a more mature Power Rangers movie, but is not officially Power Rangers. Oh, really? Because I thought I read they got approval for it. I guess I was wrong. Uh, that's this funny. is what I'm saying on, in the trivia section. And I'm just looking at it and it's like, okay, wait a minute. So this is the synopsis. In the aftermath, the city was left decimated. A past reminder of the great battle and fall of heroes. The heroes were blamed, stripped of their titles, and hunted. So that's the premise of the film. 
I would say that's grittier. Having the comeuppance of sitting there destroying skyscraper after skyscraper filled with hundreds of thousands of people. (laughs) Is that what's going on? Apparently. I mean, their Zords took out how many skyscrapers and little buildings and... Oh, look at James. He even knows the name of those giant robots. So cute. God, James is is geeking out on Power Rangers. I don't know what the whole Zord is. It's it's There you go. Isn't it live action? (laughs) Well, I'm saying they're ripping off mecha anime. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, I assume this is a live, live action movie. All right, well, so and, I'm talking about movies and, John, and movies. Are we going to talk about, are they really actually going to have the actors doing the fight scenes, or are they going to use, you know, found footage from Japan? I'm assuming if Jason David Frank's involved, they're going to be doing it, because he's a legitimate martial artist and MMA fighter. So I'm assuming... Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is that in all the Power Rangers, they never actually used fight sequences that were filmed in the United States. They were all taken from japan and used in the in the shows i'm assuming it's going to be real because it's probably cheaper than finding footage james knows entirely too much about this whole subject well do you want to know <laughs> the, the, adi- the additional thing is they only did that for the first couple of seasons oh lord you guys I'm talking about yeah cartoon here well, all right, so it's the run. John. Rob might walk out again yeah i might be careful so in, in in the fact that we're in in um, California, where there have been a number of fires kind of near us here, oh, there we go. in the spirit of all this, Shannon Doherty. Uh, sorry, I got lost you guys for a while. But... Okay, Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. I'm on that. Okay. So, Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear us? Can you hear us now? Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me now? Technical Technical problems. If it wasn't for difficult, if it wasn't for problems, I'd have, I'd have no problem. Yeah, well, that's the problem of trying to go with remote remote hosts. Maybe we can just make them a guest and hang up on them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the, the only problem with the technology. You think once it works, no, everything oh, always seems to break. I, I want to blame it on Facebook. It's a Facebook problem. I brain, I brain. <laughs> I used to be able to talk. Facebook, damn Facebook, you! Facebook crashed, and now we can't even move our lips anymore. Facebook forced that that beer into my hands. <laughs> it's all your fault, Facebook. Well, if you get them back, I'm going to finish with the story here. Uh, so we don't have a lot of dead air. I'm going to talk about it. So the Beverly Hills 90210 alum who is now 50 years old, was awarded $6,346,000 in damages for her Malibu home that was damaged the Woolsey Fire in 2018. Was that with uh, HL? And, well, so she... Hey, James, are you there? Woolsey Fire. Yeah. So, welcome back. So, I was, I, you know, I'm doing the, the backstory of, of, her, of Shannon Dory's house in Malibu. That burnt down, and she had a insurance company that um, I'm not going to name because I don't want to be sued by them. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, that just came to mind. I have no idea why. Uh, <laughs> I know a cup of Folgers sounds great, doesn't it? So uh, they, she, this insurance company refused to pay off on the damages, and her house burned up in this fire, uh, and um, she sued and won. 
Did she get the full yeah. amount, or uh, did she get damages for oh, stress? She, and- she also got uh, damages for stress and inconvenience and all the other stuff. And if they had just paid off in the beginning, it probably would have cost them a lot and less this- money. I, I kind of wonder if the facts, I think, and that could be wrong, I think she's fighting stage four cancer too. So this cannot, this cannot have been easier. No, easier. I, I'm sure it was bad, although there is mixed reports on, on the cancer fight, only in the fact that she said she was in remission in 2017. So we don't know if it came back, quite possibly could have. And um, so, but whatever, it's kind of like, you know, I, I, get a, I get a little upset with insurance companies that can't wait to take her money. And, you know, heaven forbid you missed a payment and they go crazy. But by golly, when they want to pay out, it's like run for the hills. So having a guy who lives in the middle of fire country. Yeah. By the way, if, if you're a radio station out there and you're looking for a really good name and you use fire country, I, I want some money. I came up with that. That's right. I want a kickback for that. Fire country. Fire country. 106.5. Um, I, I bet it was done before. Shh. Um, the weirdest go part. Go and train me. <coughs> Only if I had the money. Um, the weirdest part is now they, the insurance companies that happened the last couple of times, like people come out and take photos and then you get the last time, not the most recent time, the last time the guy came out, I got this dirty uh, message. Clean and, this up, clean that up, cut yeah. that down. Cut, yeah, and we I got actually, the same thing. I actually talked to, the brokerage I, I go through was actually really nice. I was dropped coverage and then they said, hey, we, we were dropped coverage, we found somebody for you. You know, and they, so that was nice. And the most recent time was hilarious because a guy lived next to me and he said, I'm going to come and take picture photos. Like, I better, I better go back. Uh, uh, Let me know when you come so I can lock my dog up. So yeah, it's like, I I got a big lovable dog. You're either going to be licked to death or bit. So that's, uh, it's like, really? That's a 50, 50. Yeah. It depends (laughs) if you, if you smell like meat. Um, it's just weird because they send you these like dear John letters of, if you don't do this, dear John, you no longer have. (laughs) Like, fuck but that's your name yes <laughs> it works perfectly it's, it's you know it's like dear john dear you no john. longer have insurance that's right you are hereby canceled as a further notice canceled canceled great my insurance got canceled and we're about to get canceled <laughs> yeah the woke of x wow. uh, the, the actual insurance company is actually saying that they're going to fight the, they're going to appeal the verdict. Yeah, of course. So what, what was, let's just dig themselves more expenses instead of just saying, all right, we lost, we had to pay our attorneys a million dollars to fight this. So let's just spend more money because it's the principle of the thing. Well, it's a couple of things, but did they say why the insurance was denied? Cause here's no. the thing. <clears throat> yeah. I, not in the article that I read. Well, here's the thing in the state of California. Now, apparently I heard rumors or it actually happened. I don't remember which, so mileage may vary. I guess California is making it impossible for insurance companies to drop people because in a good portion of California, it is impossible to get insurance. Yeah, uh, they at put, all. The, after the, the Paradise Fire, they put a moratorium in the ability for, for fire insurance companies to cancel. So this is probably uh, this is probably more maneuver of giving them more leeway to refuse payouts because you can have, you know, it's the only thing I could think of because let's be honest, you, you know, California's fire country, no matter where you live. Yeah. I, you know, so what happened in paradise during that fire is that there are a few small, real small little insurance companies that went belly up. Mm-hmm. And now what are you going to do? 
I mean, there's the problem. So doesn't California have to pay that though? I, you know, I'm not an attorney, so I don't have that answer. But they are in, they are licensed by the state of California to be an insurance company. So you would think that they would have enough assets to cover their payouts, whatever that may be. So I don't know. I thought it would be like the FDIC. You know that mm, if I don't know, maybe. I'm not an insurance expert. By the we, way, that's the Federal Deposit uh, Insurance Corporation. We need to get an know. insurance guy on to talk about that. I knew one. He was an angry little man. Yeah, every insurance person I've ever known couldn't wait to get out of insurance. <laughs> kind of like used car salesman, which I was for a short period of time. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I got to drive all kinds of different cars. That's all I cared about. I, I was going to make some jokes. I'm like, wait, no, I should not. <laughs> I want my inheritance. <laughs> Forget it, it's already gone. Fuck. I'm, I'm going out and spending it now. <laughs> gonna, not going to leave you a dime. I'm taking it all with me. <sighs> well, fuck. <laughs> so, you know, a couple episodes ago, I started talking about car makers that branch out from the automotive industry into other things. And it had still kind of interesting when you read some of them so ford 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 motor company also a, a branch of ford motor company is called ford aerospace they had the very first united states navy contract to make sidewinder missiles by the cool. way for all my fan my my friends who are chevy fans right now is the time to insert found on road dead no. Well, because in Sidewinder missiles, didn't they use them in Vietnam? Oh, there's been versions of Sidewinder missiles since the early 1950s. Yeah, because those were the, the, the radar ones that, that oh, you, right? Because in Vietnam, when they tried to use their missiles, you fired a couple of ones and you had a, like, one out of three chance of it actually getting to the, to connecting to the target. Because yeah. I've, I've heard a number of pilots. They're heat seekers. Yeah. So they're, they're going off to heat seek, uh, signatures, however. Because of the wet, the hot, and everything going on there, they had some issues with them until they figured that part out, why they were failing. That and the radar uh, missiles. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that that was kind of interesting. Has there been any, like, company like that that's actually done clothing? Like, Harley-Davidson is more, more like a clothing company that also sells motorcycles? You know, that's I, also I, going out of business. I thought I had one there. You know, I do worry about Harley. I don't know what's going to happen or, or has there been reverse has there been like Victoria's Secrets that now makes a Vespa twin power I do not <laughs> twin V power I, I do know there's a, a Levi edition like AMC Gremlin thanks to um, an AMC vehicle thanks to uh, Jeff Dunham on Jay Leno oh yeah I heard about that one GM's got all kinds of stuff they make trains GM's big time into other stuff so they have to planes, trains, and automobiles. Just about they I'm, have to because this car thing is just it's not going to last. Not working out for them. Yeah, I don't know. Planes, no, but Honda makes a plane. Did you know that? Honda's huh. Honda makes the a jet called the Honda Jet. I'm not actually surprised. That kind of seems to fit Honda. Yeah, good on Honda. Does it have a cheesy commercial? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. It is. Oh. It's always interesting. So. Yeah, you can trust Honda. Don't we all trust Honda? <laughs> Not after my Acura. Oh, darn! No, it'll be should have had a Hyundai. It'll be it'll be amazing car, but the transmission's gonna drop every. <laughs> Get it made made from the Koreans instead. You know, I've heard amazing things about Hyundai. <laughs> Hyundai. 
<laughs> I hope you say I've heard amazing things about the brand. I know a lot of people that, that think they're shitty cars, but I've heard nothing but amazing things. About you know, them. Consumer Reports seems to do okay with them. I mean, when you start looking at anyway, I don't want to get into car stuff. Uh, but they, I, I, I brought it up. What am I talking about? It's all your fault. Well, so they Rob, make so they make uh, tools and machines for assembly lines, artillery, artillery, hmm. aircraft parts, and robots. Well, who knew? Well, well, we talk about our future o- robot overlords. Stay tuned for this. <laughs> Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. So we are just about up for this episode of the Mad Trio podcast. Anybody have any final words and or stories to talk about as we round up another great week? I think the only thing we got to do is fix this technology for remote hosts. <laughs> I, unless we somehow fix the remote host, and make them yell louder. I don't know how we fix that. You know, we got to get those strings a little tighter. Oh, the one thing I think is amazing, if you can say about the fact that California is actually running out of water it's all Los Angeles's fault, is they're finding all sorts of um, stuff <laughs> that apparently everybody forgot about from forgotten bridges and towns to mine shafts. There was a, uh, there was in Michigan, they found a, a, an underwater, uh, they found like a, a boat that had sunk 140 years earlier. There's all, sort, all sorts of stuff they, they're finding. I know in England last year, the year before that, they actually found remnants of past houses by the by how grass was wilting. So it was, it's been an interesting couple of years as, as things have gone. They keep discovering stuff. How about that? That's amazing. It is amazing. Huh? Especially the I British. Guess we should have more grass. Is that what you're trying to say, John? Your what was that? I said, are you trying to say that we should have more drought? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Yeah. That's an easy one. <laughs> Matter of fact, I think if you bet in, uh, like five years ago there's going to be a drought in California, I think nobody would have taken your bet. Yeah, I don't know. Good news is long-term forecasts say we're actually going to have a wetter and colder uh, winter, and that was not from the farmer's almanac. Oh, I'll, I'll, I don't believe you. I don't, no, I don't, I don't believe know. it. Won't believe until you see it. I'm with you on that. Well, because you know, the only people surprised by the weather are the people for telling it. Well, and this was Noah, I think. Like I said, the people for telling it. Only job I know of where you can be wrong 99.9% of the time and still have a job. No, that's an average. <laughs> that's an average. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the Mad Trio podcast, as always, thank you for listening. Bye. Goodbye.